welcome to St. James Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith. This podcast features edited highlights from our online Zoom service held on Sunday, May the 2nd, 2021. To join us online or for more information, please go to stjamesleith.org.uk. stranger welcome in the name of jesus we gather gather together together, putting putting our trust in the grace and mercy of god amen god your light has flooded the world but we have turned away preferring darkness god you have lifted up your spirit that we might be forgiven But we have turned away, preferring self above all else. God, you have offered us eternal life. But we have turned away, preferring earthly pleasure. Forgive us. We do not turn away any longer. We lift our faces to seek your light. We lift our eyes to see your sun. We lift our hearts to live in you forever. Amen. Gloria, gloria, gloria. Glory be to God on high. Gloria, gloria, gloria. Glory be to God on high. And on earth, peace to the people in whom God is well pleased. And on earth. Peace to the people in whom God is well pleased. Gloria, 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 glory be to God on high. Gloria, 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 glory be to God on high. And on earth, peace to the people in whom God is well pleased. And on earth, peace to the people in whom God is well pleased. The Gospel is written in the book of John, chapter 15, verses 1 to 8. Glory to Christ our Saviour. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit because apart from me, you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit 
and become my disciples. Give thanks to the Lord for his glorious gospel. Praise to Christ our Lord. As part of my staying at home, I've been doing a course. Um, uh, it's been called the Visible Programme, and it's all about um, being visible on camera, working well, and uh, performing well. And one of the, the bits of homework that we were given was to look at somebody speaking, publicly speaking, who we did not enjoy listening to, somebody either we didn't like or we didn't agree with. Because what she told us was that if you're listening to somebody that you don't agree with or you don't like, even though you think you're being neutral, you, were, you will be producing expressions on your face, micro expressions, which will give away that you don't like it. And there was two reasons for this. One was that if you're going to be a speaker yourself, you have to not be put off by the fact that not everybody's going to like what you say. And you have to learn that if you believe in what you say, you have to say it anyway. But what the other bit of the homework, which really struck me was that if you are engaging with people, you can't like everybody and you can't agree with everybody. But the only way to um, behave professionally is to find something in that person that you can like, find something that you do agree with, find something, some humanity in them that will allow you to, she didn't use these words, but basically allow you to love them so that you don't have these reactions. And I was kind of stunned by this because it just made me think of that reading that, um, you know, how we love each other. And if there is God in someone, if love, somebody has had love in them, they have God in them. And it, it just made me really think about that reading. So I've been reflecting on it a lot. Um, and it seems particularly relevant because the, the person that I chose was a politician, a politician who I don't agree with. And I, I think says a lot of things that are definitely not true. And yet a lot of people really like him. And when I saw him doing public speaking, I realized how engaging and funny he was. And I actually wanted to believe him. But I may not, I may not ever meet him and I don't really know him, but I know that I have a lot of ideas about them that are based on my assessments, my understanding, and I'm making a judgment. And I'm making a judgment all the time, and we all are. I started reading a book by a man called Jonathan Haidt called The Righteous Mind, Why Good People Are Divided by Politics and Religion. And I realized if I hadn't before that how we make judgments is so complicated. We think that we're making rational judgments, but all the time we are um, making judgments based on our understanding of the world, our prejudices, our cultural upbringing, our needs, our personality. And what he says is that very often we make judgments which are instinctive in the fraction of a second. And then we justify it. Then we, then we find the reasons why we believe that thing. And that's where the bit in the reading really struck me about love and fear. For me, that instinctive reaction is very much about love and fear. And I think that affects how we vote. I think it affects lots of things. And I don't think it's always conscious. So for me, as I come up to the election, and I haven't decided who I'm voting for, because I used to know who to vote for, 
I used to know what I thought about that. But in the past few years, I found it's also much more complicated. And part of that learning, if you like, has come through my um, relationships to St. James's. Because at St. James's, I know that there are people who I love and respect who don't vote the same as me. And I know that they're thoughtful and prayerful people and they still don't vote the same as me. And it's taken me a while, but I think I'm nearly at the stage that I could say to those people, I'm curious, what is it about your decision that is so important to you, that makes sense to you, that I'm not seeing? And for me, it goes back to that thing about fear and trust. If I make an instinctive split second decision about something because I'm fearful and I don't know that, I think I'm being logical. Don't think I'm listening to the Holy Spirit. I think my job this week is to talk to some more people, do some more research, but really to sit with what are my motivations? Am I motivated to vote out of love or fear? Love for myself, love for people. I mean, I would always say, oh, I think I vote to um, get the best result for the most people, but I don't know if that's true. I don't know even how to decide because none of the political parties represent exactly what I would like to see in the world. So that's where discernment comes in. But how do I make those decisions largely about how I experience the world and the people that I know and the people that I talk to. And that reminds me of the bit in the reading about how we experience God and other people. In our imperfections, where can we, we can't see God straight in front of us, but we can see bits of God in other people. And I think if we can go around with that intention of seeing that bit of God in other people, that that will help not only to help us just in our everyday lives, but to help us when we have to make decisions about things which are not just about us. So I suppose my suggestion to you this week, if you, maybe you're very clear in your decision, it's really obvious. Maybe you're still like me thinking about it. Maybe you know people who you love and respect who have a different attitude in their voting. And maybe there's something you can learn from that. Where I want to embrace love is that whatever happens, I do trust that God will be in it. I just don't know what exactly that means. And I know that there are people all over the world who don't get to vote or they can't vote in a way that is counted properly. And where's God in that? I don't know. I know that God is in that. So these are some of my reflections on the election and that reading. And as is my want, I am, um, when I get sort of, you know, I'm thinking about something, I tend to write a wee song about it. So I'm gonna ask Suzanne if she would play for us a wee song that I wrote and Suzanne and Caroline and Elspeth have beautifully um, sung along with and I'd like to just play it for you as a little 
kind of reflection on, on, I suppose, my voting advice to you this week. Um, and the words are, I'll write them in the chat. Um, I was going to put them up like Bob Dylan, and, but, I, but my words were all going to be back to front. I couldn't work out how to get them the right way. So um, uh, the words are, you've got to get up. No, you've got to wake up, get up, stand up, stay up. The truth isn't easy to see. It depends on your philosophy. We've got to make a selection in a hopeful direction. Let's have a love insurrection for the Scottish election. We gotta wake up, get up, stand up, stay up. We gotta wake up, get up, stand up, stay up. The truth isn't easy to see, it depends on your philosophy. The truth isn't easy to see, it depends on your philosophy. We gotta make a selection. In a hope-filled direction Let's have a love insurrection For the Scottish election We gotta wake up, get up Stand up, stay up We gotta wake up, get up Stand up, stay up the truth isn't easy to see, it depends on your philosophy. The truth isn't easy to see, it depends on your philosophy. We're gonna make a selection in a hope-filled direction. Let's have a love insurrection. For the Scottish election. That was fantastic. Mary Louise. Um, uh, sorry, <laughs> Mary Louise. Um, thank you. Oh, right, we've got some prayers today that are um, will be accompanied, if I can manage a screen share, by some images from the garden this morning hopefully you can see that thumbs up if you can see blossom great and um, there aren't any calls and responses with these prayers but just sit back and enjoy the pictures and the general theme is about letting that love flood into all aspects of our lives as the blossom is perfect on the bough we flourish by letting love live as deeply in us as the cherry tree embodies what it is. As the sun rises on the flowers in the garden, may we rise and face God, loved in each vein and cell and fibre of our being. As we grow into summer out of these restricted, stuck seasons, may we release our gifts into the world as a sweet fragrance. 
as the fern unfurls from its tight package of flat packed fern, may we have faith that we are becoming our truest selves. In the reality of our lives, when we find ourselves reaching towards difficult challenges, may we know you are with us. When things feel crappy and we are disturbed, may we know deeply that we are loved. We are loved. When we are defensive, when we keep others away, may we not be afraid. Help us to let love into the dark, hidden places, trusting that you will not reject us, but love us as we are. God, you help us love what we find hard to love in ourselves and in others. You know our struggles, our terror, our deep desires. And if we fully let God be our gardener, Will we let unexpected things grow and occur in our lives? Are we prepared to be surprised? What if we were really willing to be pruned, edited, critiqued in order to bear the best fruit we can and share our fruit with those who need it? What if we dared to let ourselves grow in God's garden, carrying the seeds of something beautiful, something that changes the world? For all the growth that is to come, for all that we need to water and nurture in our lives and the lives of others, we pray. Praise God. Praise the challenges of life. Praise beauty. Praise love. Praise the dirt, praise the grit, praise the shadows. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Marie-Louise, and thank you so much, Elspeth. Wow, so much to think about. And that song, Marie-Louise, can we not teach it to the whole of the Scottish nation in the next two or three days? Wow, thank you very much. And, and thank you for your beautiful prayers, Elspeth. Beautiful. Right. Now we come to the time when we share the peace together. And I feel my heart at the moment full of thanks, thankfulness and joy. And so I feel that maybe this morning we are, can allow ourselves to make as much noise as we like. Trying, 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 trying to love you. Trying, trying. 